My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, a podcast where I, your host, try to give you some tips on how you can explain all this weird, wild, crazy conspiracy stuff to the people you love most, because that's what I've been trying to do for the past 10 years with no success. I've been telling everybody that our government is shady, but every time I do, my family thinks I'm crazy. Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast, and today on this show, we have a very interesting guest. His name is Rajai Kaldani, and he is here representing Centropics. I just want to give a disclaimer. Uh, I love podcasting. I love the, the show that I've created, and I love the response that I've got from this audience. People seem to like the show I'm putting together, and I'm conscious of the fact that, you know, when money's involved, this sort of thing can get compromised, right? The, uh, the integrity or the style, the format of a show. So this is my disclaimer. I, as a podcaster, you know, I need your support. I don't want to have to turn to uh, doing infomercial style podcasts with people who are going to offer me affiliate marketing deals so that you guys can buy a product that you may or may not even need. And with this particular guest, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because he is a nice, kind guy, but I do feel like the product that they are marketing uh, is overpriced. You know, I don't know the uh, the specifics of this technology. Maybe it costs that much to, you know, manufacture this stuff. Maybe it's worth that much, you know. Um, but this product that I received, the bubble from Centropics, uh, I'll give you my review right off the bat. You know, before you listen to this interview and, you know, that's at a point when I... In- interviewed this guest you know i didn't have the product yet i didn't know what it was he offered to send it to me after the interview so i'm holding it in my hands right now it's simply a piece of uh of well it's it's sort of like a a small piece of of plastic you know like a capsule uh there's clearly like a seam going down uh the width of it and there is a little port a us uh a usb c port that you can use to 
or I'm sorry, a USB-A port that then you can use to plug into a USB-C port, I believe. Might be confusing the USB-A and USB-C, but either way, that's all it is. There's no light, there's no switch, there's just the word bubble kind of printed onto the plastic and, uh, and this little plug to plug it in. So you don't even know, I mean, how long it needs to charge. If it's charged, I, I have no clue. It doesn't say in the manual that comes with it. So it's just, it's a very mysterious device. It's a very interesting device. Whether it works or not, I mean, maybe it's a placebo. I don't know. But quite frankly, I thought I would just tell you guys off the bat my opinion with this product uh, as to not waste your time because it is expensive you know and i don't want to have you guys go and buy something for 800 dollars that you'll then be disappointed with and then you know blame this podcast for that so uh yeah just you know consider what rajai is talking about i'm sure you know there is a viability to a technology like this but I don't know if Centropics is the uh, is the is the manufacturer that's making the best stuff. I mean, honestly, I don't, I'm trying to like <laughs> I don't I'm not exactly trying to walk on eggshells. I don't really care if I hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, you know, Rajai clearly he's in this to make money. I don't think he's the inventor of this product. I if he if he did invent this product, then pardon me but i don't believe i remember him saying he invented this product so it is just a little bit different right when we have a guy like george wiseman on the podcast who you know put the thing together he can tell you how the aqua cure works this way that way and another way uh you know and and all of his failures and mistakes along the way i mean that's a lot different than today's interview so uh, but i don't want to you know give you a biased to what you're about to hear like i said rajai was a nice guy kind enough to send me this product that is at least billed for 800 dollars. although i doubt that it costs that much if they're just sending them for free i mean maybe it costs like 20 percent of that to manufacture i can't imagine something this small it's very tiny like i said no functionality to it just a plug you just plug it in and then you're just supposed to expect it to work it's supposed to be neutralizing the harmful emfs in my environment and if it is what a great product to sell because how the hell would i know unless they're selling some kind of meter to read uh the emfs now if you're already particularly sensitive to emfs and this is something that you know you're keenly aware of and you happen to buy this product and it works for you well i'd like to hear your uh your review you know because i could be wrong you know don't take me as the conclusive expert on this matter you know uh it is interesting to see that they also sell these um products for horses as well which i know horses are certainly more sensitive than human beings at least the average human being uh and i'm i don't know i mean i can't say that i've ever had like a surefire conscious experience of emf radiation 
although I'm certain that I've been exposed to it, I think the the most I can, you know, the, probably the best test I could do personally would be to go to New York City and come home wearing the bubble the whole time and notice if there's difference. Because I can say for sure, going to New York City, I feel more exhausted than I would if I went to maybe, you know, through just the same amount of strain, but going north, like, you know, because you got to take a train, you're walking around concrete, there's buildings, there's noise, there's dozens of electronic signals probably beaming all over and the train itself is, you know, radiating with electricity and energy and all these different magnetic frequencies that are probably not great for you, right? So I I can say I've been exposed to that kind of stuff just knowing, you know, the difference between how I feel throughout my normal life and how I feel on a trip into the city, right? Because there is a noticeable effect of sluggishness, exhausted, uh, I'm not that out of shape, you know, but for whatever reason, being in New York City and taking the train there and back takes a lot out of you. So who knows if, if there is some uh, benefit, I'm sure I could test it going on a, a little trip to New York City wearing the bubble. So stay tuned for that. Maybe we'll do a sort of redemption episode with Rajai if I do have positive results. But uh but yeah, I'm not impressed. I just want to say that, and I didn't want to disappoint any of the listeners of this show who expect nothing but the best, because we do some really excellent interviews here, and I want to continue to uh, strive for greatness and always be raising the bar. I don't want to delineate the, the quality of the content just to make a few extra bucks, right? And that's the whole thing with having a guest like this on who has a product to sell. It sometimes it's cool, you know, you get free stuff as a host. I get to help people learn about a product that obviously is not going to be advertised in the mainstream media. But, you know, with that, there's also the chance that you know, there's other reasons why this person's not, you know, advertising in the mainstream media. Maybe it's because they're, you know, creating something that's, that's, you know, fraudulent, right? So it is a gray area with a device like this. Like I said, I'm sure there are people who are attuned to, uh, you know, the subtle energies of their environment who are going to benefit from a product like this if it does what it says but i i'm just not that guy you know i'm not a particularly energy dense person you know i I think my girlfriend would probably say i am but uh that's because in contrast she's more in tune right i think females naturally uh, can be more in tuned with energy uh just inherently biologically so you know, when it comes to a device like this, if it's something that really speaks to you and calls to you, use the promo code that we set up, uh, the affiliate code. I don't even really know. I don't remember what it was. We set it up after the Zoom call. And, you know, again, Rajai, if you're listening to this, all respect to you, brother. No disrespect. Maybe just take this as notes for the next podcast you do. But I did feel like I was being roped into it. Uh, He was like, oh, let's set up your affiliate thing. You know, uh, when do you want to set it up? And I'm like, well, let's just do it now. 
you know, uh, get it over with. And we set it up. So we're going to have a, a promo code if folks are interested in this. But like I said, it is quite expensive and, uh, and I'm not totally impressed with the product. Uh, he did say he would let me borrow the more expensive, uh, EMF reducing pillow or blanket mat thing, which is the, you know, more pricier product that they're advertising. The bubble is the cheapest. So yeah, I, I, I declined that just because I'm going to be moving soon and I don't want to borrow something and have to send it back and deal with all that. But, uh, but who knows, maybe that product is more, you know, viable or or at least it, the the benefits are more evident right uh, again just to reiterate not impressed with the bubble i'm holding it in my hands it comes with a nice necklace i'll probably use this for something else but um but yeah not impressed if they if they just put a light on it to let me know that it's charged to let me know that it's on or off then I would probably like it. But the fact that it's just a piece of, of plastic that I'm just supposed to, you know, plug into a, a socket and cross my fingers, like, I don't know, man. It's it's a little dodgy. So uh, with that, again, Rajai, I don't think he invented this product. He is He's just selling it. So uh, the conversation's still interesting uh, if you like this kind of uh, skeptical sort of take, you know, from me, you'll probably enjoy it. If you don't, well, I apologize uh, for, you know, setting the tone this way. I hate to open an episode like this, but I also don't want to, again, um, delineate from the high quality guests that we have on this show consistently. No slight to Rajai, but when you're selling a product, and you're not, you know, 100% like ready to get into all of the sign. I mean, if he had chart, like there was, there was a lot. I mean, maybe I could have been a better interviewer, but I did feel like there is a lot uh, Rajai could have done to make it more appealing. I mean, I, I understand the, the science uh, of it, right? I mean, the, the basics, as basic as it gets, there are invisible, you know, energy waves that are in certain, you know, radiuses from their source, you know, whether that's your Wi-Fi router or, you know, a street light or whatever it is. And if you're exposed to that energy long enough, it's going to have detrimental effects on your health, right? I think we all kind of understand that. So if that's all you have to say as a guest and you're not going to go and, and give like you know, cases, uh, evidence, or, you know, site sources, experts, scientific, you know, maybe places where other people have invented this. I mean, I don't know. I, again, like this is a fine conversation and all. I don't want to just leave it to waste. That's another thing I hate to do as a podcast host is like, say like, oh, this episode's not going to be as good as any of the other ones. Cause it, it's a fine conversation. It's a good episode. It's just, you know, if, it, if all we have to talk about is a product uh, and it's just an infomercial the whole time and then the product is not even that great, 
<laughs> I don't want to do it. You know, at least with the Aqua Cure, it's, I mean, it's a great product. It works. It's cool. It looks cool. Owning it is like a, it, you know, people come over and they see it on your kitchen counter like, whoa, what is that? You know, anyways, that's enough from me. Just listen to the conversation and I'll see you in the outro. Thanks, folks. To, to work with you, if that's at all possible in any way, shape or form. But yeah, I could kind of share my story a little bit and kind of give you a little background. Um, but, you know, essentially I was, um, you know, just working. I was like a regular stiff, you know, working nine to five kind of thing. And um, I just was really stressed out. I was burnt out, stressed out. I had my adrenals were shot. So I got to a place to where I started to have some really uh, severe health conditions. So it started off with like panic attacks. I had a two hour panic attack on a plane ride. Uh, felt like I couldn't breathe and my heart was going to stop. And then <clears throat> started to have other issues, you know, uh, chronic fatigue, foggy brain. I woke up one morning and had a lump under my armpit about that big. Uh, then I started to get chest pain daily, consistently tingling numbness in my arm. I developed a blood clot in my leg. Uh, that started in my calf, went up to my groin. I lost consciousness like four, four or five times. And then I was really just depressed and just wasn't really doing that well. Um, well, every day was pretty much a difficult day for me to get through the day. I mean, I was struggling. I was just kind of soldiering through the day. I, I was uh, ex-military, by the way. But um, I one day was so bad for me that it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, look, I'm done. I don't even want to be here anymore. My plan that night was to go home, drink a full bottle of whiskey, take as many pills as I could, and just get me the hell out of here. All right. So here I was driving home with that intention. And literally as I'm driving home, a voice came in, like someone's in my car speaking to me, tells me to go to this little metaphysical gift shop that, that not, not too far from my home. It's no longer there, but it was a little crystal shop and I show up there. Well, actually I, I refused at first. I was like, Nope, I'm done. I'm not going anywhere. But the voice came back two more times. So I said, okay, fine. I reroute. I show up there. I walk in. It's absolutely dead. There's no one in there. There's a guy that um, I recognize. I haven't seen the guy in like four years. And so he invites me back behind the counter. We're catching up. And uh, 15 minutes in, I realize there's a group of people in the yoga room doing a presentation on one of these electromagnetic devices. So I said, hey, uh, hey, John, what's going on in the yoga room? He goes, I don't know. He was filling in. He, he didn't even work there. He was just kind of filling in for someone that was working there. Uh, they were like out of town or something. <clears throat> and uh, so I crashed their presentation and I listened to what they had to say, whatever. And before I left, uh, they said, hey, would you like a free session on one of these devices? And I said, sure, why not? And I laid on there. I didn't feel anything. It puts out a field um, and it's a bioresonance, kind of like a, so think of like cymatics, right? So it's a vibration or a frequency, really, a field and a frequency that penetrates the body, goes right through the body, and it attunes the body. So it bioresonates with, with mechanisms in the body to open up that microcirculation, open up blood flow, open up the cell membrane, right? Kind of potentiate the cell to allow for more oxygen to come in, nutrients, all that stuff, right? And so I didn't feel anything, but by the time I got home, so I took the information, drove home. By the time I got home, I, I felt I was like dozing off at the wheel. So I was like, what the hell hit me? I, I couldn't follow through with what I was planning on doing. 
I went straight to bed. I woke up four hours later. I felt totally refreshed, rejuvenated. I'm like, holy shit, something happened. So that piqued my interest. I eventually, um, you know, I did a lot of research on what this was, how it all works, all that. I eventually bought my own device. I started using it daily within five days. So that lump, which I had for, had been there for four months at that point, in five days it was gone. Chest pain gone, the chronic fatigue, the foggy brain. And that kind of, you know, eventually led me to quitting my, quitting my job, kind of doing this full time. Uh, I have, I've had to pivot. Um, 2020, some things came up um, with the whole shutdown and actually even prior to the shutdown. And, um, but essentially that kind of put me on my little journey and that's kind of how I got started. So. Right on. Wonderful. Well, good thing I hit record right before you started going there, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the, my family thinks some crazy podcast and have with me Raj Kaldani, who's going to be talking to us today about his PEMF therapy. Uh, and yeah, this is more aptly noted as the self-proclaimed frequency ninja. So welcome to the show, brother. Uh, and thank you for sharing a little bit of your story. So for folks who may not be aware of this invisible uh, spectrum of energy around us, I mean, how important is it for people to start to recognize the electronic devices in their home and their work environment? I mean, I, I imagine, you know, what happened to you was sort of like a culmination of, of this over a period of time, you know, you reached a certain threshold where, okay, can't take it anymore. You know, you have this voice come to you, directs you to this interesting metaphysical store i've been to places like that I, for, I mean you could probably tell by my background i've been to a couple metaphysical stores and uh yeah i i understand the the karma and the intuition and sort of synchronicity and how they all flow together so no need to explain any of that but when it comes to the the emf frequencies i mean how did you directly you know uh, isolate that that was the cause of these these problems you were experiencing well i think it was a combination of things certainly um emf right so electromagnetic smog essentially e-smog um, has a direct impact on our cells and actually can affect the way we operate but it, it's a number of things so so we are electrical beings we're electrochemical beings um you know if you look at uh, the electromagnetic spectrum it's actually it's absolutely massive and you know if you get down to the very basics right everything is frequency energy and vibration uh nikola tesla talked about that um and we are energetic beings and so energy can interplay with energy and um if you if you look back to like where we were 15 20 years ago to where we are now we are being exposed to uh, a quadrillion times more a, a quintillion times more emf radiation than we were exposed to 15 years ago um and so we have a um a very chaotic incoherent uh let's call it a soup of electromagnetism that we're awash in that, that does impact us directly. Um, and it's not the only impact. I mean, obviously stress um, is a big factor. I, I was very stressed out, uh, but uh, the, the, the e-smog can actually do that too. It can, um, lots of different conditions can arise from that. Things like not being able to sleep at night, 
um, being tired all the time. Uh, the ringing in the ear is a very common thing that a lot of people get. Um, they get this ringing in the ear when they're exposed to um, like this artificial e-smog. E um, so it wasn't the only thing that I had going on, but it was certainly a, co a contributing factor. Um, but what these devices brought back to me, right, or what they kind of helped me with is they brought a coherent field into my own field that my body was able to attune to to bring it back into kind of like a homeostasis kind of brings it back into balance. But yeah, it's a, it's a hidden danger that people need to be very aware of and it's, it's going to continue to be a problem and actually will be a much bigger problem um, down the road as more and more people are becoming electrosensitive and um, having these, tools um really help you kind of bring you back into balance it's kind of like grounding you know uh i'm sure you've you've heard about grounding kind of a way to kind of walk barefoot on the planet so we can discharge um the positive uh ions and electrons that we have that that need to you know maybe we 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 build um some of that up and we need to get rid of it right there's a discharge of it and so it's, it's kind of like um earthing on steroids is what we're doing is we're actually allowing for a discharge and that actually affects our internal environment, including the pH level um, of the environment within our body. So that can have a massive impact on how our body operates. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, uh, it's imperative for people to start to, to look around their environment, their immediate environment and see, I mean, for one, I remember, about two or so years ago, right before the whole uh, planned pandemic sta uh, started up, I started noticing these 5G towers being put around, you know, certain areas, uh, even disguised as trees for some reason. And, you know, that certainly, let, you know, ro rose some red flags. But uh, how far back does this go? I mean, have you looked into the history of, of this electrosensitivity? Because I imagine, you know, it's only a matter of time before most people experience some sort of symptoms related to this. Like, you know, we're living in an in, uh, environment where our body is accustomed to, I would imagine, a, an organic sort of ordered frequency that's provided by the Earth's, you know, magnetosphere and the relationship with the sun. You know, there's there's definitely an organic version of this energy field. And then you impose this artificial chaotic sort of distorted energy field into people's lives i think maybe the these what we're calling electrosensitive people they're not so much you know maybe weak versus strong i think it's more that they're like you know they're aware they're more attuned to that uh let's say earth radar that you know radial energy that's constantly flowing from the planet you know, these are the the folks that are just naturally more inclined to to interact with that, and now they're you know experiencing health issues because their their connection is, in other words, being severed. I mean, do you think this goes back to the beginning of the industrial revolution, and then like the phone, you know, well, telegram lines being put through cities and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think all of it has been intentional. I think a lot of it has been, you know, um, just kind of a 
you know, a byproduct of, of what was developed, right? Maybe they didn't have a full understanding of how this would impact uh, biology. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this, this can go back as far back as to, uh, you know, those telegraph lines, you know, um, where they would actually build out these railways and they had uh, the tel- telegraph lines on one side um, and people that were uh, riding in, in, in these uh, cars, you know, were getting sick. Um, not everyone, though. But I mean, um, just like today, I mean, you have people that uh, do have significant uh, effects from it, but I think it has a lot to do. Um, there's lots of different factors, right? I mean, I think your body is is resilient, can deal with a lot, but then there's a threshold that your body kind of, once you pass that threshold, then things start to kind of um cascade right there's a there's a domino chain that that happens kind of like what happened with me like i i i kind of um was i prided myself on being um being i work well under pressure at least that's what i used to always tell myself that i did really well under pressure and so i really didn't mind stress it kind of helped to kind of get get me to kind of get motivated and get things done um but i think there came a point to where my body could only take so much. And once it passed that, that threshold, it threw my whole system into um, a down, a downward, a downward spiral. And I think that's what's happening to some of these people is that threshold is passed. Um, and maybe they they have more exposure to it than other people. Maybe they're, they're, they're sleeping right by a smart meter or, um, you know, there's a lot of different factors uh, why some people um, do respond or have a have symptoms and while others don't but i believe everyone's being affected regardless of whether you have a symptom or not it's just a matter of how much you take in and how at what point you reach that threshold and as we get more and more exposure to this uh it's going to become more of a problem you know it's, it's kind of crazy i mean people you know have these cell phones they carry around everywhere they go and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, if you if you actually pull up one of their manuals, like if you go to Apple, if you pull up your manual and you go to like the little warnings, they tell you, keep this off your body, you know, by a certain amount. Don't even put it to your head. Um, so I I'm a big believer in you know, turning off that Bluetooth. Um, I'm very sensitive, sensitive specifically to the. Um, to the location signal on my phone. It's kind of crazy because actually when I do use it, let's say I'm driving somewhere and I need directions. If I forget to turn that off um, and I'm maybe holding my phone, my, I will feel my hand to start, my hand starts to burn. Like I'm being kind of microwaved and within a minute or two, my hand will tell me, Hey, you forgot to turn that, uh, that antenna off the, uh, the location so they do know now um you know that these are harmful um just like i mentioned with the uh the warnings that they have in these manuals not to even put it to your head but uh so they have done the studies they are very familiar with it uh, i do believe the military has weaponized it it's a tool um just like anything else you can use a hammer to build a home or uh, they hit somebody in the head. And I think um, in many ways, this has been weaponized. And I think that's part of the uh, the whole 5G ad- agenda. It's not really about getting you faster downloads. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's really troubling to think, you know, how how much we're being exposed to this 
already. I've had people on the show who create like uh, pouches to leave your phone in while you're sleeping that, you know, are, are made of, uh, I guess, silver and have maybe copper and other things in there that will uh, redirect these signals and even turn your phone effectively off, which... Yeah, for some paranoid folks, that's a cool uh, idea. You could throw your phone into a bag and it's it's gone to the world. So I have a couple of those and I have some fabric that I use to kind of outfit my coat pockets so that when I'm, ha- you know, I have my phone in my coat pocket, it's not sitting there right on my chest. There's a barrier between me and my phone. I don't know how effective that is. Hopefully I haven't been sold a a bag of goods that are (laughs) faulty and, you know, I'm just radiating myself, but I definitely am a candidate uh, for that. I mean, I'm sitting here in front of a whole array of devices. Now, I don't imagine you're suggesting people take this Unabomber approach and, and run off into the woods and cut their connection with technology. Is it possible there are you know, technologies that we can begin to create that will order these frequencies and allow us to have that organic kind of harmonic relationship again with our bio field, our, our bio frequency. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, um, it's very hard to get away from this. Um, and, um, you know, there are people that actually do try to run away and find places that are, you know, very pristine. But uh, for your average person, that's just not going to be a possibility. Um, there are there are technology there are technologies out there that help to kind of bring balance and bring kind of a um, a homeostasis to your body. So, like, this is a device that that I wear. It's called the Bubble, and it's an active. Uh, it's the world's smallest active PEMF device, and I, it's, it's very tiny. I just wear it everywhere I go. And what it does is it puts out the Schumann resonance. So that's the 7.83 hertz. And so that's that's the uh, the normal frequency, natural frequency, the geomagnet of the of the of the planet. Um, and so it harmonizes that, right? So it doesn't block the frequencies. What it does is it transforms. It, it's a, it transforms the frequencies that are within your biofield. And then supports that your biofield, right? So it'll actually help to regulate um, that part of who you are. So think about your like your aura. Um, so some people who maybe are, um, are are being affected by illness or drug addiction or uh, alcoholism, things like that. If you look at um, their aura, you'll find that they have gaps in their aura. Now, what this will do is it'll help to restore that aura and it'll actually strengthen it. So you have a kind of a a barrier of protection from the environment that you're around. And so it it will kind of bring a coherent frequency field back to your body. And for some people, it really I mean, within seconds, they feel it. So I I, I've been around a lot of um, people that are very uh, let's call it uh, flighty and and they can be that way because they're maybe around a lot of crystals and they kind of start to kind of become very um, in, in the clouds, so to speak. Right. Well, when they wear this, they're grounded like right away, like they're being, they're being centered, they're being grounded um, and they can actually, you know, kind of 
be in their in in their body uh, versus kind of being out, up in the clouds because of of the super high frequencies that they're around that can have an effect on them as well. So I, I know I've had that happen to me where I've been around a lot of crystals and um, after a while I, I do feel like I, I get spacey, you know, it's like, holy smokes, <laughs> I need to ground here. But uh, this is a great tool um, that you could take anywhere you you are and kind of just wear it and, and it can kind of bring that coherence back to your field and kind of get you grounded and um, get you back centered with, with the planet. Yeah. Wow. And that was, that was going to be one of my questions is, you know, is this device utilizing some sort of crystal? I, when people think frequency, they often, you know, go right to crystals. I have, you know, a whole desk full of crystals here. So maybe that explains why I'm often spacey on this show. But, uh, but when it comes to this device, I mean, not to ask about trade secrets or anything, don't, you know, you don't have to disclose anything you're not able to, but, uh, is it utilizing some sort of, you know, special ingredient to, to create this, or is it a very simple mechanical process that generates this frequency? So this has got two coils in here. It's got two Tesla coils, miniature coils, and they run a frequency program. So it's actually got a computer in here mm. and it actually generates a frequency waveform that is emanated through the device. Um, so, I mean, there there's some technical information there that I really can't get into. Right. Um, but essentially it's generating... Um, a frequency field through the computer that's in here. It's a very low power computer. So like, let's say you charge this, um, it'll, it'll keep a charge for almost a month, mm. but it's an active field that's pulsating. Right. And so it's not like a, like a static uh, magnetic field that you might have like from a magnet or a, or even like a crystal. Now, is this something that, that needs to be charged or is it generating its own energy uh, due to the those Tesla coils there? I mean, I don't know everything about Tesla coils, but from what I understand, they're pretty marvelous uh, energy generators. So I imagine you don't need a battery with this sort of thing. Well, this does have a battery in it and, and you do plug this in and charge it just like you would your phone, but it's oh, okay. a very low power device. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So these devices are all active frequency waveforms um, that penetrate the body and they, it, it goes right through the body. And, and the reason they use PEMF is again, everything is frequency, energy, vibration. We're a part of the electromagnetic spectrum. We interact with it. We, um, but we're just using a very small range. These are all very low frequencies that are um, in um within the, the frequencies that the body would use and utilize. So like when you, when you start to, talk about 5g 4g wi-fi we're you know we're talking gigahertz and um and higher in some cases right but this is you know less than 200 hertz for the most part um like the schumann resonance is a 7.83 hertz so it's very it's a very low frequency and it's a very uh very weak field but it's enough to kind of um attune your body and kind of just bringing it back into balance, kind of like a tuning fork, right? So you have two tuning forks that are tuned for a frequency and you hit on one tuning fork, it'll vibrate and the other tuning fork will pick up on that frequency and vibrate at the same rate. So it's like a sympathetic resonance. Wow. Wow. This is interesting. Yeah. I definitely, uh, 
Now, I'm curious because when I visited your site, it looked like there were multiple uh, products available and not all of them seem to be that small. Are there larger um, devices, maybe something for like a situation like I'm in here sitting in front of a computer, a monitor, a, a you know, recording device? I mean, I have a lot of, of I'm sure, frequencies being generated just at this desk. Do you have like certain special devices for a situation like an office or, or in the home? Yeah, we do. Actually, we have three types of devices. So we have the miniature bubble this, that you can wear. Um, so this is on the go. Um, and then we have frequency mats. So this is a, a miniature frequency mat. And this actually, so you don't run this all day. So you just do specific programs, right? It's got five different programs, but this can tune your body, balance your body, kind of, again, using the same principles that we talked about, kind of like a bioresonance. Mm. And you can just put this on your chair, put it on, on a, uh, so I, I often put it on my chair and just run a program and that'll help to harmonize your body. It can help with all kinds of different things. I've seen it really do amazing things. There's a bigger version of this. That's uh, like a six foot long version. I know you're six foot eight, so you might, your feet might dangle a bit, but, uh, it'll still do the, the job. And then they have, uh, we have a, a device for your home and this covers a space. So it creates a, uh, a massive bubble around, around it. So it's an 82 foot diameter device. So in, in terms of the field that it creates, and it's got little different programs that you can put in. So that can protect like a space, like a home or an office. And so, um, all this technology comes out of Germany, and quite frankly, uh, they are way more ahead um, in this field than the rest of the world currently. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing something fairly recently. I've seen this kind of said before, but I saw a little meme uh, you know, all about the lead paint and how they took it out of people's homes because they made everyone think it was poisonous and kids were eating paint chips, which always sounded ridiculous. I remember in school, they did like a renovation. They're like, yeah, we got to get the lead paint off the walls. Kids have been eating the lead paint. I kind of looked around at my classmates and was like, who's eating lead paint here? I don't think any of us have ever thought about that, but they did it. And uh, yeah, are you, are you saying maybe in Germany, they, they have a sort of uh, more, I don't know, acceptance of this and they're in there. Cause it seems to me like, you know, if you approach the average, you know, let's say contractor with something like this and say, hey, I need my home to have lead paint because of the EMA, he would he'd be like, what are you crazy? You know, it's going to cost this much. You know, we can't do that, blah, blah, blah. Where in Germany, maybe because this is more a part of the culture, like, hey, you know, this these electronic devices can cause health problems. You know, that's more, I guess, legitimate there uh do you think that's why there's more you know progress being pushed there in that country in that part of the world as opposed to america because I, I mean it does seem like we're a little bit uh you know ignorant of of cell phones and televisions and just the overabundance of uh of devices in our lives yeah you know it's interesting you bring up lead lead in the paint and and you know this could it might be very controversial, but you know, I've, I speculated on why they re did remove um, that from the paint. And um, so let's go, let's go back to the 5G. So 5G is uh, what millimeter waves. So I don't know if you 
are familiar with like the rapid scan um, devices that are at the airport, right? Those use millimeter wave. You know, where you walk in, you kind of put your arms up and they scan you and this, so they can, they can penetrate and see what's beyond kind of like an MRI, yeah. so to speak. But, you know, they're this looking is... to see if you have anything on you or anything like that. Yeah. So this... millimeter wave can be used in that way. They can image your home or, or, or see what's in there. Right. And so maybe that might be a reason why they made a point to take out the uh, lead out of the paint because it was blocking some of the stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, as to why, why I think Europe is more into this than we are. That's a good question. I think a, a lot of it has to do with maybe that uh, our system isn't as, our system is more managed than they are. Um, I think the aim, the uh, AM, AMA has a, has a foothold here, and the pharmaceutical companies have have a lot of influence on on um, on our medical system here. And oftentimes, fruit, like technology like this is poo pooed and discouraged, or really just not very well, um, you know, kind of encouraged. And so in Europe, I think. Um, there just tends to be a wider range of thoughts on this kind of thing. And I know in some countries in Europe, they've actually banned like Wi-Fi from like uh, schools, you know, like for kindergartens and like younger age schools. Right. Right. Yeah. I think there's definitely uh, a couple different examples in Europe and maybe even in other uh, continents as well. Uh, where yeah they have a more forward approach i think china even has something like this where um because i was talking to somebody uh last year george wiseman who's an inventor himself and and has like a a product called the aqua cure and he was talking about how in asia they you know they love this hydrogen gas and they have all sorts of patents and they're making all sorts of technology to help people with that side of things. So yeah, they definitely seem to be forward. Now, when it comes to uh when it comes to our lives, you know, we don't just we're not just worried about uh our humans, we're worried about our pets too. Like, I mean, have you experienced, you know, uh or had people reach out, you know, saying their their pets, you know, their dogs or cats are maybe benefiting from these devices or in any way? Because I imagine they're just as sensitive to the, the effects of, of these devices as we are. Oh, absolutely. And they're way more sensitive than we are, actually. Um, yeah. So they they can sense these uh, frequencies very easily, uh, much easier than we can. And uh, I've worked actually with horses and, and dogs and cats and um Actually, I could share with you a couple stories. So, like, I had a um, a couple that I I went to. Well, so they were actually out of England. They were um, in the they they flew from the UK. They were here for a race. So they were they ran in the uh, they had a horse that they brought in that they ran in the uh, Arlington Millions. So this is a you know, a million dollar race. Now, <clears throat> I don't know if you're familiar with horses, but uh, transportation on horses is, you know, can be very, very, um, traumatic and rough. Uh, and a lot of times that they will lock up, especially from a long trip. So this horse was brought over on a plane, um, from the UK. And a lot of times, you know, if they have a, a bad experience, they, they will lock up and won't be able to even compete. Well, 
Um, they brought me in uh, the the evening before the the race, and the horse had a um, the 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 odds on that horse winning was like 76 to one. So not very good. odds. I mean, it was like really bad, bad odds. Uh, but anyhow, I, I did a session with the horse and uh, you could tell the horse responded right away. They kind of, they drop their head, they start licking their lips and they, they really, really relax. And it, it's, it's fantastic for, for athletes. Um, well, the next day I, I went to, to, to watch the horse run and, uh, came in third place and uh, that's pretty, that's pretty darn good from, from, you know, having 76 to one odds to, to come in third. And so I was like, Holy smokes. Yeah. I mean, that horse had no chance of winning, but, uh, they, he did pretty, pretty well. Um, I had a coworker, um, who lamented to me that her, um, her dog, uh, wasn't doing very well. And her dog was um, pretty much on on her last leg. She was uh, dragging her hind legs. She wasn't eating, um, very lethargic. Um, she had lumps all over her body. And so she asked me, you know, I, I, I offered to come in. I said, look, I'll, I'll come in and do some sessions for your dog. I'd be happy to. And uh, I went to her place, did a couple sessions with the dog. And within like three days, she was like, yeah, dogs jumping up and down, hopping onto the, the couch, eating, running. I mean, literally the dog wasn't moving when I, when I saw it. And within a few sessions on the mat, um, kind of bring some balance back to its field. Um, and it's amazing what the body can do once it has the information to, to do what it needs to do, then it can, and the energy. Um, then it'll do it. You know, our bodies are amazing self-healing um, machines, so to speak, and we can heal ourselves, but sometimes we need a little help. And that's what I was able to do with that dog. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. I imagine uh, <laughs> horses don't do well on planes. Uh, that's pretty yeah. incredible that, that you're able to, to turn around, you know, what seemed like a, a losing horse to get it in the top three. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, look, I got to tell you a lot of athletes, including, including people, including horses, right? Uh, Cause they are like super athletes seeing the ones that compete. Um, are using this type of technology. It's way more prevalent in the horse world than it is in the human world. Right. But um, a lot of top athletes um, in, you know, people that you would know, big names that you would know are using this type of technology, but they, they kind of keep it under wraps because it's kind of a, it's kind of a secret weapon, so mm. to speak. Helps with rapid recovery, rapid healing, strength, energy, endurance, focus, you name it. Yeah. Wow. And to your point, animals having, you know, greater senses than humans, I imagine a horse is, is definitely tuned in to, uh, you know, these frequencies, you know, it's just, it's rough to think about, uh, you know, what a, a racing horse probably has to go through. But then again, to your point, they are athletes. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> you know, I actually I want to share another story. So I um I knew a lady when I was in Colorado. Um, she she had horses. She wasn't like um, competing with them or anything. She just had horses, and she kept I, I kept hearing these stories about her horses getting sick and and dying. She had like a few of them that died, and you know I was like, what what you know what why, why am I 
why do I keep hearing about these horses dying? Um, so anyhow, she asked me to come out one day and I, I brought my mat and um, I, I show up to her barn and right by her barn is a big tower. I mean, it's like right next to the barn. You know, one of these massive towers that's like a like a phone tower. And I'm like, lady, I mean, no wonder, you know, your horses are having all these problems. They're being radiated all day long because they're right under the tower. And uh, I, I don't know if she ever moved or not, but uh, that's what I would have done. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's tough. I think uh, I can think of a few farms that I've driven by that are underneath uh, power line cuts and yeah, those horses aren't running laps. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't look too good. But uh, yeah, it's definitely one of these you know invisible realms that I think people take for granted. You know, because it is so I guess far removed from our senses until it's too late for a lot of people. Uh, you know, I, I imagine you know, that you might have some maybe psychics or, or people who already are sort of uh, in this realm of, of intuit, intuitive, um, you know, practices. Have you had anybody like that kind of contact you and say, oh, this has really helped me get clearer results with, you know, my readings or, you know, someone in, in that realm, like a Reiki healer having, you know, benefit from using this in their practice? Absolutely. Uh, what I found with um, with practitioners, energy uh, workers like that is uh, they become way more coherent, coherent themselves and become more powerful mm. healers themselves. As a matter of fact, even myself, I, I eventually became Reiki attuned, uh, pranic healing also as well. But, um, you know, when I first got started, I, I had I had I couldn't really um, pick up on energetic or like a uh, 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 what do they call it? Um, subtle energies. I just, I, you know, I was oblivious to it. I couldn't feel it. Um, I, you know, I've become a much better healer because I use these devices all the time. Uh, so I pretty much use them every day and I've had Reiki masters who've been, uh, in this world for decades and I've worked on them and they're like, Oh my God. Like I had one lady that I did a session on. So what, what I did is, I, um, I put her on the mat on the bio mat. Right. And then I also did a, my own energy healing on her. So I combined the two modalities, my own healing. And then what, what the mat brought to the table and she had a profound experience and it, it took her months to process that information. And, uh, when I followed up with her, she, she told me what you did was absolutely amazing. You could charge $10,000 for what you did for me. Um, so she, during her session, um, she actually, she could see like, uh, these masters right there. She had four, uh, masters right around her um during that healing session that happened and uh was very very profound but yeah i i do believe it can um bring a uh, coherence to your body open you up to subtle energies and, and allow you to become more re receptive um and that's happened in my own life uh as well so i've had um a lot of synchronicity that has happened in my life specifically after I started using these devices. Mm, yeah. And you mentioned you 
were uh, you were trained in Reiki and pranic healing? Can can you explain the difference there? Because I'm familiar with Reiki you know, only as a uh, an experiencer. I've I've went and I've I've had Reiki sessions uh, done to me, but pranic uh, healing I'm I'm not so familiar with that. Can you explain that? Yeah, uh, they're very similar. Um, how I would describe the difference really is oftentimes with Reiki you're putting in energy. And you're kind of balancing that out uh, with pranic healing. Before you actually put in the energy in, what you do is you scan the body. You look for kind of holes in the field. So maybe in one area there's too much energy, in another area not enough energy, and so you can you will actually take out energy. And then, oftentimes there are cords or let's call it attachments that you can you can take out. So you would take more. You would take stuff out and then you can put energy only where you need to put it and then smooth out the aura or, or, or the, the energetic field. Um, whereas Reiki tends to just add energy to, to a person or to wh whatever they're working on. So pranic healing is a little bit more nuanced. Um, so it's kind of, uh, there's steps to it. So you scan, you find out what areas need, need to be worked on. Uh, where you need to take energy out, where you need to put energy in, also to pull cords and attachments if there are any. Mm, right. Yeah, that's it's something that I did a very long time ago, probably about 10 years ago. But I do, I mean, I, I felt the, the change immediately uh, when I received this sort of Reiki energy and... Uh, yeah, I, maybe it's about time for another tune-up. Now, when it comes to uh, this protective uh, frequency, is this something that's generated within a certain range based on the device? Like, obviously, with this mat, you want the, the person, you know, on the mat or next to the mat, right? Uh, but with with uh, with these devices, like, what's the, the range? I mean, how how much protection do you think you can afford with something like this? So with this little device here, it's pretty much your field, about a, about six feet, no more than that. Um, with the uh, the mat, um, you actually lay on the mat, and it, it actually puts out a, a pulsed electromagnetic field um, on both sides, about a foot out. So you would actually lay on that. But you're not on that all day. You, you run some programs, so there's different programs that you would run through the day, right? And then the... Um, um, the cocoon, which is the the device for your home, it's about 82 feet. I also have devices that actually can uh, work on a on a different level, so on the informational kind of field, and that has no bounds. So I can I can uh, send frequencies to people remotely, and I've done that as well. Um, I've even worked on people remotely um, just with my own energy. So I had a um, I had a friend who uh, his his brother was dying, and he uh, he was actually in Algeria, and he's in Algeria with his brother, and he reaches out to me, and I don't necessarily like, I don't do I don't do a lot of my own kind of energy work. I just kind of like I don't charge for it. I just kind of do it here and there. It's not something that I rely on or or do for a living. I just can do it. And sometimes once in a while, people I'll do it for people or someone will ask me and I'll, I'll work on them, but I'm not like 
offering, you know, I haven't hung my shingles up for that, but I can do it. So anyhow, he, he, he calls me and is, um, he asked me to, to work on his brother. So his brother, um, had, um, so he had a, a leg amputated. Um, he had, um, cancer, um, and like in the lungs and he had like really low, low lung function. He, he was, he stopped eating. Um, he was, um, you know, just ready to die. He was in a lot of pain, like just, just, just immense pain. And, um, you know, he said, Hey, I don't know if you can do anything, but, uh, can you work on, on my brother? And I said, sure, just give me a name and, and maybe send me a picture. And I, I, when I got home, I, I kind of did a remote pranic healing on, on his brother, kind of cleared his auric field, took out attachments and stuff like that. And I kind of did my, my little routine and, um, you know, I didn't talk to my friend for a few weeks. Um, and then a few weeks later I talked to him and he goes, Hey man, do, do you, did you, do, did you do that thing on my brother? Cause like the next day he was like a totally different person. His attitude completely changed. He was eating again. He was actually smiling. His, his pain went away and, uh, he, you know, he transformed him. The guy, and that was from one session. He lived a, a good year after that. And uh, at the time, uh, at the time that he called me, um, he, they didn't think he was going to survive the night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. just spoke to a guy named uh, Tom who who has a Tom Palladino who has this sort of scalar energy device that he's been working on. Is this similar? Uh, this remote healing process is this connected at all to scalar energy or is this something different? Yeah. You know, uh, there's different thoughts on that. I, I like just to call it the information field. Mm. I think everything we're all connected to this field, right. um, that we all come from and we're connected to it. And so we, we send and receive energy and maybe I can kind of, um, I can give you guys some examples that you maybe any, just about anyone can relate to. And I've had my own experiences, but, um, you know, you know, we've all had this experience where maybe we're going about our day um, and uh, we someone just comes to mind that we haven't seen or talked to in a long time. And suddenly they're calling us and you were like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about you. Uh, well, what happened there? Uh, there was an information exchange. Right. So maybe that person was thinking about calling you um, that put out information into the information field, the quantum field or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and you picked up on it somehow. And it suddenly came to your mind that that person, you know, that person came to mind and suddenly that person was calling you. Well, what happened there? I, I believe what happened was we were emitting information into the information field. So that person was consciously thinking about you. That information went out into the field and you picked up on it almost kind of like you have an IP address. You have a unique IP address to you. And so does that other person and it's embedded in that information field. And so we're all connected uh, to each other. We're connected to everything that is we're, a, we're part of nature and we cannot be apart from it. We're an integral part of it and we're speaking to it and it's speaking to us all the time. Yeah. And so when we um, quiet, 
our minds, if we can maybe pick up on this information when we quiet our soul, I think we can kind of be in better alignment and more of an attunement with this energy. And we can start to um, have more synchronicity in our life because we're connecting to this information field more and more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have experiences with that. You know, I think synchronicity is a big part of what got me to even podcast. And I, I think listening to podcasts kind of generated some synchronicities in my life. And who knows, maybe this podcast is doing the same for those who are listening. But, uh, so what, what's the next step, Raj? I mean, you, you have these amazing products to sell, you know, people can go to your website and, and pick these up. Uh, do you have any recommendations for people who are curious about your products or, uh, anything that you would, uh, you know, say before you, you know, uh, but, final pitch or something like that, I guess I could put it. I don't know how to yeah, put absolutely. it. <laughs> I would say do some research. First of all, um, these are very, very, uh, important. It's a very important technology. I think, uh, we need to protect ourselves, um, kind of w- with where we're going into the future. And I think, um, more awareness needs to be brought to this issue. And I think more and more people are becoming aware. Uh, but, you know, these technologies can be very, very useful. And I believe every household should have one of these. Um, but the bubble is, is a great starter, right? It's, it's, uh, it's the least expensive of the three devices and you can wear it, take it with you wherever you go. Um, but my favorite is specifically this mat here, because that's kind of what I got started with is with these mats. And that's what kind of really brought me back into homeostasis. And, and they have a profound effect. Um, people feel it right away um, once they try one of these. But it really is um, a game changing device. But what it can do is it, it allows you to have um, take more ownership of your self-care in your own home. Um, and not only for you, but really for anyone in your family, your pet, it's amazing technology. And and I think uh, these are technologies that, that need to be taken seriously and really need to be used on a daily basis. And so I highly recommend um, having these um, at your disposal disposal because they can really transform your life in ways that you can't even imagine. I, I've had people um, tell me that I had no idea I was depressed till I started using the, your device because I feel so much happier than I was before. And my family is even responding me to, to me differently because I, you know, I used to snap at my kids and this and this and that. And now I'm just much happier. I have a, a, a new kind of uh, outlook on life. And um, these are um, really spectacular devices and spectacular technology. It just needs to be used by everyone, in my opinion. And so I would, you know, do do the research, check out the website, um, reach out to me if you have any questions. Um, the cloud is is an amazing device. There's two versions. I have both. I have the big one and the small one. But you know, either one will do. And and um, you know, the mini is probably the one I use the most because it's so compact, so easy to use, and I love. Um, being able to kind of take it wherever I go, wherever I travel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You definitely have me interested. I, I think I need to pick up myself a, a one of those mini pads and, and put it right back here when I'm doing my interviews. Uh, <laughs> well, 
Thank you, Raj. I appreciate it. Um, any any final thoughts before we close up here? Well, you know, um, I I'd like to say, you know, I'd like to reiterate, you know, we um, we are electrical beings. We're electrical chemical beings. Everything is frequency, energy, and vibration. And um, you know, we are a technology as well, right? Um, so I, I'm a big fan of like uh, heart math. I don't know if you've heard of heart math. And uh, looking into the heart field, right? So the heart has a field uh, that it emits as well. Um, and I, that's like the life force. So think about like um, uh, everything that's living has a field to it. As, as a matter of fact, um, I would even say anything that's living has a currency to it, like a current running through it. Even like our, um, our devices, you know, how do we animate them is through a current <laughs> runs through uh, wires that, that animates our devices. And so we are truly connected to this electromagnetic force that uh, is everywhere um, and we interact with it. Uh, it, it it's just a science that's really not uh, looked into much, but I think it really governs almost everything that we um, we see in our physical universe. And so I'm a big fan in, of even like the electrical, uh, electric universe theory. And I, uh, I would recommend you guys take a look into that if you haven't. And there's some really amazing information there. Yeah. Well, I love this because this is really like a more advanced approach than my primitive cloth approach. You know, I have these, uh, I have these hats. I have a hat that I put on sometimes, especially if I go to like New York city and it has, um, you know, uh, that same fabric I was describing before, protecting my cranium, hopefully. And then I, I always wear this jacket with my phone in between, uh, you know, that layer. But really, that's sort of crude compared to what we've you've described today, right? I mean, what you're what you're holding that that little mini uh, frequency generator. I mean. You don't have to alter your clothes or anything. You don't even, I mean, imagine you can keep your phone in your pocket. I would recommend people get one of those cases that have like that material in it. You know, you can buy like a case that'll put a shield on the back of your phone, so to speak. But, uh, but yeah, this is really an upgrade to that way of thinking and, and uh, that approach. Cause you know, I don't think the, the Unabomber approach is, is feasible, you know, like you described. I mean, it's really for the average person, it's just, it's going to be a, a tough, maybe impossible task to, you know, completely rid yourself of these frequencies. Even if you can remove the devices from your home, you can't remove them from your office. You're probably not going to be able to remove them from your car unless you're, you know, driving an old car. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's only going to get, you know, more, this, the deck's going to only continue to get stacked against us. So this is sort of like one of these, you know, uh, secret products that you could have to have an edge and your family can have an edge and you can, you know, sort of, uh, maybe avoid what I think a lot of people are going to start succumbing to, which are these sort of electronic related illnesses and, you know, electrosensitivity is, is just the start of that. It's, it's, it's like the indicator. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, look, there are simple things you can do, like turning off your Wi-Fi, Bluetooth when you are not using it. I mean, most people keep it on all the time. Their location is on. That's got a separate antenna. Um, then, you know, your, 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 for your phone calls and stuff like that. But we're addicted to this technology. We are. I mean, I, I am too. I, 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 I'm, I can't lie to you. I mean, 
we're all addicted to them and, and um, you know, but there are simple things you can do and distance is a big thing, right? Um, that's why, you know, when I do have um, headphones, I do the wired headphones. I don't do the Bluetooth. I don't do the AirPods, um, none of that stuff, but we can do things to kind of minimize uh, thing that they affect a, a little bit, but we're not going to get away from them. Um, and so that's why I love this kind of portable technology that can kind of bring you back into balance. And by the way, uh, I, I know you mentioned the Unibomber a couple times. Did you know that he was an MK ultra, uh, he was part of MK ultra. He was involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm fixated on the Unibomber today, but yeah, I'm familiar with him. I, I've interviewed a guy who who's interviewed him. So, you know, oh, wow. we're sort of one link away from him on this show, so to speak. But yeah, I mean, look, um, we're, we're living in some crazy, crazy, crazy times, my friend. Right. And, right. uh, I think um, we need better technology to kind of help us along, not just to harm us, right? To kind of help us uh, become better. And yeah. Be better. Well, and I, I agree. I think, you know, technology is like this double-edged sword in that way. But, you know, just as equally as it can harm us, we can heal with it too. You know, it just takes the right mind to get in there and, and innovate in that direction. You know, otherwise... We're going to have these, you know, war hawks and war pigs, you know, continuing to push technology and, you know, we don't need to get into this whole subject, but I think the medical industrial complex is no different than the military industrial complex. I think they're both kind of hand in glove, same, you know. I would agree. Yeah. And look, any, anytime technology has come along, it's always been weaponized first. Right. And uh, you can go back to the beginning of time, right? Um, everything is being weaponized. If they can weaponize it, they will, and they and rest assured they have. Uh, and so we need kind of technology to kind of counterbalance some of that. Yeah. So tell us your website. Tell us where folks can go and, and follow up with you. And I'm going to put those links in the description. So folks listening, just uh, punch that in. But if you're driving or something or you're on your computer, uh, tell us where folks can go. Sure. Um, so there's two places you can go. Um, you can go to rajaikaldani.com. I'll spell that R-A-J-A-I-K-A-L-D-A-N-I.com. Or you can go to getthefrequency.com. And that's like a link tree kind of a website that'll get you to those sites. And there's a lot of information there you can check out. Um, you know, this device that, that I I'm using, I use every day. Um, I love it cause it's got all the latest and really all the, all the known, um, developed frequencies that have been shown to be beneficial all in one device. I think it's the most, uh, effective device on the market today. Wonderful. Well, Rajai, I really appreciate you coming here and, and discussing this with me. And yeah, if folks, if you pick up the device, please send in your testimony, send it to Rajai, send it to me. Let us know how you, you feel and uh, I'll be talking about it on the show. So uh, Rajai, thank you so much for being here and everybody listening. Thank you for tuning in and immerse yourself in the moment wherever you are in the now.
All right, and there it was, our conversation with Rajai. And like I said in that uh, unorthodox introduction to the episode there, um, if I have a positive sort of experience using the bubble on my next trip into the city, then I will have Rajai back on the show for a redemption episode. Uh, He did offer to um, send me the uh, EMF pad, the ninja pad. What is it called? Let me go to their website right now. Centropics, which is spelled C-E-N-T-R-O-P-I-X. Ah, here it is. The Centropics Cloud Plus. Right, so he offered to send me this Entropics Cloud Plus, uh, a new breakthrough in PEMF therapy. I, I just wasn't impressed. I think this is just too expensive of a product for what you're getting. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm the biggest idiot ever, and this is a great product. And I maybe I'm an idiot, and I should have just take taken him up on the offer uh, f- to be loaned a micro Tesla power expanding PEMA uh, Centropics cloud. What does that even mean? It's measured in micro Teslas. The Centropics cloud is the first PEMA device that can be folded to magnify the micro Tesla coil power. For instance, fold the mat into the into a square to deliver up to eight times intensity to specific body areas. See, now that's the thing, though. It's like, have they tested this on people? Do we know what this is going to do? Again, I might be the dumbest person to have this conversation, but I'm just curious, like, how are we, how are we certain that this product is doing what they're telling us it's doing? I mean, for all I know, this is a glorified massage mat. And I'm not, you know, some amazing Randy skeptic over here either. Like, I like Rajai. I thought he was an interesting guy. Uh, I don't like salesmen, you know, and it did feel like he was a salesman, but I'm not going to hold that against him. You know, he's just trying to make money like everyone else. Uh, They do have another product here called the Brain Tap Headset coming soon. Very interesting looking. I was showing this to Juan, uh, the one on one podcast, and he he and I were kind of laughing like this is silly. This looks silly, you know, but again, I don't want to I don't want to trash our our friend here. uh, Centropics seems like there's other companies that do this too. Vezindux. Interesting. So let's say you're someone out there who is electrosensitive and you want to give this a try, you have some disposable income, use that affiliate code in the description. You'll get a discount, which I know you're going to need a discount for a product like this because even if I was, I mean, I'm all about abundance, folks. I am not someone who's going to, you know, be cheap when it comes to my health and, and my sovereignty, right? I mean, I think that's what we need to be investing in. You know, healthy diet, clean place to live, that kind of thing, right? And this product might be what you need. Let's say you live in a city. Let's say you're you're being exposed to 
uh, frequencies that are out of your control, maybe this is for you. Uh, but you know, me, I have the, the Centropics bubble here. I didn't notice a difference. And again, like I said in the intro, the product is, is kind of vague. It's, it's really hard to tell what this thing is even doing. All you can do is plug it in and cross your fingers. So, you know, if they fix that, maybe they'll win me over, but I don't endorse this product. Uh, but I do appreciate you folks for listening to this podcast. And maybe that's a little disappointing to get to a, the end of a podcast and hear the host uh, say, oh, well, I don't endorse this product. Maybe people are thinking, well, you shouldn't have had him on the show. I think it's honest, honestly. I, I wanted to have him on the show to give him a shot, right? And it kind of would be a waste of both of our times to just delete the episode and never air it. Uh, even if I don't agree with the product, you know, I, I do agree with the, the thought behind it and the research going into it. So that's why I want to put it out, because maybe this will inspire someone out there who is smart enough to come in and figure this out and maybe see what they're doing wrong here. Maybe they'll just find out it's a scam altogether. Um, maybe we'll find out that it's, it's, it is the real deal. And I'm just, you know, a dense dummy who can't feel the difference, right? That's totally possible. So, uh, so with that folks, you know, walk with walk with discernment because when the whole world when the whole world is lying to you the media the government you know it's easy for tricksters and liars to come in and you know follow this sort of rhetoric of oh well yeah they're lying to you they're lying to you they're lying to you what does that do? It distracts you from the fact that they're lying to you too, right? So there are scammers and tricksters out there. I don't think that's, you know, the biggest problem in the world. I think that's on the fringes, you know? And I honestly, I don't think Rajai is a scammer at all. I think maybe Rajai uses this product. Maybe he sees benefit from this product. Maybe he's trying to make a buck. I can't hate a guy from trying to make a buck. I'm trying to make a buck, you know? But if you like this podcast and you want to see me interview people who aren't trying to offer, you know, affiliate codes and, and sell their product, you know, I could go that route, but it's going to lower the quality of this show because those kind of guests, you know, they ultimately they're just there to talk about their product, right? They're not here to inform or open up uh, an engaging conversation. I mean, sure, they have the potential to, but that's not why they're there. And I'm just not interested in having a conversation with with someone who who's trying to sell me something. I mean, have you ever enjoyed a conversation with the salesman? I mean, even if you get along. It's still a business transaction, and there's something weird about that. Uh, there just is. So, again, no shade to anyone who's out there making a buck. If you listen to this podcast and you're a salesman, do your thing, man. Do your thing. I wish you the best. I hope you crush it. I hope you, you know, get your bonus or whatever you salesmen do. I... I tried that kind of work for a little while. I was like a door-to-door -door, <laughs> uh, activist. That's the wrong word for it. What's it called? 
there's like a a word for it that canvassing canvassing yeah and this was this was pre trump this was during the obama years and uh and yeah so <laughs> that's who i was uh, i don't i wouldn't canvas nowadays i think that kind of thing is uh well it's none of my business to come to your door and try to tell you what you should or shouldn't do with your your mind you know but uh for the record we were trying to help the environment and we were successful at getting microplastics out of shampoos at least in the state of connecticut so uh you know it's just a small little tangent we're going down here for what reason i don't know but this was a shorter uh interview so i'm just gonna leave all the rambling in maybe you like this kind of rambling if you do go and subscribe on our youtube because i'm gonna be doing live shows every month we're gonna do it every month just because i don't want to commit to every week until i get into the flow of it and then i'll let you guys know how frequently i'll be doing it we got a new episode of the skull and bones series on the way uh, a bunch of great new interviews coming out soon some of those are already available on the rockfin if you're a rockfin supporter a patreon supporter or a substack supporter you get the full catalog and you also get the episodes early so go and support the show like i said uh, the more folks supporting the show the less we have to turn to people who are gonna you know pay their way onto the show uh, sometimes that works out but i would say you know seven out of ten times the people who have to pay to be on a show it's only because they have a product to sell and you know it's worth the, their investment to to just do like a big wide net of podcast interviews because they know that they'll make enough money back uh, to you know recoup that investment so yeah again i don't want to harp on it but i also don't want you guys to think oh here we go this is the the end of the my family thinks i'm crazy podcast He's going to start, you know, pimping out his podcast, pimping out the platform. I will not pimp out this platform. The only time I will pimp out this platform is for products that I love, for products that I agree with. <laughs> Until they start cashing those checks with five zeros at the end, I'm only going with products I love. <laughs> but hey, if the money's right, if the money's right, we might pimp out the platform, folks. Who knows? But uh, at that point, I mean, you know, we'll be we'll be doing things like buying a, a Joe Rogan podcast warehouse and and throwing you know podcast festivals and all kinds of other crazy shit. So it'll be worth it by then. But for now, we're just you know small, humble mom and pop podcast owned and operated by yours truly. Uh, that's right. I clock in every morning when I want to. I clock out every evening when I want to. And uh, the job just never stops. I took a little bit of time off. Uh, got into comic books. There's going to be an episode about comic books coming up uh, in next week. And uh, you know, don't be dismayed. We do get into conspiracies. We do get into some countercultural, subcultural topics. 
There definitely is a different conversation than you may be used to on this show. Again, I promise you that this is not going to turn into some kind of like a superhero comic book podcast. Uh, but if you're into that kind of thing, uh, you could follow me on Instagram at Professor X Cerebro and check out, you know, all that nerdy stuff that I'm into. Um, or just follow us at My Family Thinks I'm Crazy and support the show. Support the goddamn show. Hit me up at My Family Thinks I'm Crazy on Instagram. We got a Telegram. And if you're a supporter, you get access to an exclusive Telegram for supporters only. So uh, thank you so much to everybody there. Uh, if you're on the Patreon, you're listening to this show uh, yesterday. If you're a free supporter, you're listening to this show on Friday. So, yeah, well, technically, the it, it's yesterday for the free listeners. So if you're a free listener, what are you waiting for? You could have listened to this show yesterday. Sign up now, support the show, and we won't have any more salesman guests. Uh, all respect to Rajai. Like I said, I'm going to wear the bubble on my next jaunt into New York City. And if I notice a difference, if I'm not as uh, electro-exhausted on my way home, then I will I will count that as a redemption, that this bubble works. But until then, I'm not sold. I'm not convinced. And with that, move forward with discernment wherever you are in the now. My family crazy. Baby, baby, baby. I'm a little extra terrestrial, trying to stay human in a cesspool of professionals. But I confess too much off of the tongue. All my aunties and my uncles shield the ears of the young. I be saying shit and they don't know where it's coming from. And like a hundred years, we went saw bomb before guns. Check the facts, check the Fed, check the stars. Stanley Mines was murked for a while to fuel cell car. They each they own, you could stick with your old ways. But eat the rich, you drink the motherfucking Kool Aid. And I can see the red on your lip stain. White skin, blue collar, pure American made. Fuck it. You can keep your blood so heritage And run the soul off the moon landed narrative Yeah, my girl thinks that I'm embarrassing My folks think I'm nuts but never question the parenting Stuck in bed so my boss thinks I'm lazy Connecting dots but it's all kinda hazy The morning in the net feeling like I'm Dick Tracy My pack thinks I'm on American and shady I'm feeling unhinged lately Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily You could tell me that the president's an alien It wouldn't faze me My family thinks I'm crazy Baby, baby, baby My family thinks I'm crazy Baby, baby, baby You might think that I'm off in the deep end One too many Netflix docs on the weekends But check the budget for a military defense Tell me we ain't scared of something not within reason Steel beams, another 1492 And 9-11 was the red, white, and blue And you be lit off the floor, I ain't got a clue All your dreams just shit on a Rockefeller shoes Don't believe a damn thing a politician ever said Ain't one brick left to go up in the Fed They still got bricks of cocaine to make crack Oxy's killing the working class, FDA's whack Talking like this, got Ken talking behind backs Too much to unpack, so they talk smack And I'm just trying to converse with my clan But it ain't fan, so I'm here setting up camp Stuck in bed, so my boss thinks I'm lazy Connecting dots, but it's all kinda hazy I'm on the internet, feeling like I'm Dick Tracy My pack thinks I'm on American and shady Yeah, 
I'm feeling unhinged lately. Encounters of the fifth kind on the daily. You could tell me that the president's an alien, it wouldn't face me. My family thinks I'm crazy. Anything out, so 